This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Again, hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Trainers, my name is Austin. I am your host. I want to thank you very much for listening in today. Um, if you'd like to find out about today's episode or find out the show notes, anything, go to pokedexradio.com slash 48 for all of the show notes for today's episode, links, videos, everything. Again, pokedexradio.com slash 48. Or if you'd like to email, which I would uh, like to email me, which I would love if you did, you go uh, just email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. Again, you can find my email address in the show notes. Now, today we're going to be talking about uh, some more upcoming Pokemon X and Y news, mainly a new Pokemon, um, a new awesome Pokemon event that's going to be coming out soon, and a weird little surprise collaboration collaboration game uh, from Game Freak, which um, we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but let's actually get started with the um, the new Pokemon from the new X and Y games that has been revealed over the past uh, week or two, a couple of weeks actually. Um, this Pokemon is called Urado or Orado. I'm not exactly sure. Everywhere I check, it's spelled differently. So I don't even know how to pronounce it. And I'm sure this is most likely going to be a Japanese, uh, the Japanese name for the Pokemon and not the uh, English translation yet. Well, what this Pokemon is, it's a tree-like Pokemon. Um, it was originally revealed at the end of the Extreme Speed Genesect Mewtwo's Awakening movie um, in Japan. And then afterwards, it was then broadcast on uh, the Nintendo uh, Direct, um, the thing for Nintendo eShop, where you're able to watch the Nintendo Direct uh, uh, thing. So, again, this Pokemon is a like a tree-looking Pokemon. I actually have the video for it, which we're actually let's yeah, let's go ahead and watch it now. Actually, um, this is the video, the Nintendo Direct video that I just mentioned. Now, it shows a lot of new things in the Pokemon game. Um, I don't say a lot of new things, but it shows a couple of new things from the Pokemon game. And if you go to the show notes again at pokedexradio.com slash 48, if you go there, there's actually a list of things that I, um, that I put there to say, you know, these are the interesting things that I found in the trailer. Um, and we'll go through, we'll watch the trailer together. Well, you'll listen uh, and I'll watch (laughs) uh, the trailer here. Um, and we're going to go over uh, those things afterwards. So let's go ahead and listen into the trailer here. Right. 
It's not pausing. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. So what I wanted to do first, and my chair is really loud. Uh, what I wanted to do first is go just to go over a couple of the things that I'm actually seeing here in the trailer. Uh, right now, we're at 15 seconds in. There was already two things within 15 seconds in that really interested me. Um, at one point in time, you see a uh, very, very quick, you have to be pausing the video pretty much. You have to go like frame by frame on this little video just to catch a couple of these things. Um, there was one part where there was a, a parked car in uh, Lumois City at 12 seconds. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, seeing now vehicles in the Pokemon game. And I know there was a truck, a pickup truck. So technically there has been vehicles in the game since the very beginning. But uh, for there to be, you know, a seemingly, a normal, a seemingly normal sized vehicle that somebody can get in and drive around in Lumois City, um, I, I don't know exactly you know, what this might mean for the Pokemon game, you know, are there going to be cars now in the games possibly later on in the future? And I apologize if you can hear the rain in the background. Um, it's starting to rain, uh, and I'm next to a window. Uh, again, at 13 seconds as well, uh, there you see train tracks. So is there, you know, a new train in the game? This is going to be interesting. I missed the idea of having the train, you know, back from uh, gold and silver, obviously heart gold and soul silver, uh, when they were remade. Um, I liked the train. You know, I don't know where this train is going to take you. Is there maybe a, you know, a sub area to, um, uh, to the Kalos region? Maybe, I don't know. Um, or maybe it just takes you throughout the Kalos region itself, but it does look interesting. And hopefully it's not just something that they put in there and it's not re- it's not really for a train. It's just something there that's there for decoration, but there's a, you know, we'll, but we'll see exactly what happens when those games come out. And let's go ahead and uh, continue watching this trailer until about, let's watch for another 15 seconds here. It's a one minute trailer, so let's uh, pause it maybe uh, another two or three times. Okay, uh, we pause it again. What we're going to go ahead and look at is this. Uh, one thing that came out at 20 seconds when Fennekin came out was it would it used some sort of punching move. And uh, if I did my research correctly, they called this move, um, uh, one called it Focus Punch, uh, one other place called it somewhere else, and I can't find where I found this. Um, hmm. where, where did it say over here? There was a couple of different places that I found at least at least two other ones, um, a uh, uh, at least uh, two other places that I found calling it. Uh, one was focus punch and one was uh, uh, something else started with a G. I think it was like um, I don't even want to say what it was. I don't remember actually, um, but yeah. So it was use a punching type move, and we see it's a fire starter using a punching type move using a, what seems to be a fighting type move. Obviously focus punch is a fighting type move. So I'm hoping crossing my fingers that Fennekin does not evolve into a fighting type Pokemon. And I also saw somewhere else as well that, that this is a speculation that it might evolve into a fighting type Pokemon. And, uh, uh, it, it goes along with the lines of saying, you know, don't worry. It might not evolve into a fighting type Pokemon. Uh, there are a lot of other Pokemon that can learn fighting type moves such as focus punch that are not fighting at all. Um, so let's hope and just hope that the new, uh, fire starter isn't also, uh, doesn't eventually evolve into a fire fighting type Pokemon. Um, but let's go ahead and continue to watch, uh, cause there's actually, 
two more things. Well, kind of three, two more things that I found interesting. Oh, before we get before we continue, uh, the Orado, um, Pokemon, you see a horde battle, uh, between five Orado and a Fennekin. You know, this is actually one of the very first times where I actually get to see the Pokemon Orado for the first time in game. Uh, obviously it's a lot smaller than you would see it because it is a horde battle. Um, and so all the sprites are a little bit smaller to fit all into the screen, but I think it is uh, it is pretty cool to finally see this Pokemon in action uh, instead of, you know, there was a couple of sketches around for it to see, you know, to show exactly what it kind of looks like. Um, and I honestly, I have a feeling that Orado might be half grass, half dark type, just because it looks kind of like an evil looking Pokemon. Obviously, it has some um, uh, some breaks in its bark uh, or around its uh, around its waist and around its mouth area. Uh, to show maybe like a belt, you know, around its waist looking area and around its mouth, uh, that are black. So I'm taking this to say it's possibly going to be a dark, a half dark type Pokemon. Clearly it's going to be a, um, a, uh, a, 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 well, what am I thinking? A grass type, uh, unless, unless it goes the way of, um, uh, Sudowoodo and it's possibly a rock, uh, a rock type Pokemon. Let's hope it doesn't go that way. Uh, cause actually this kind of looks a little bit like a pseudo Udo, um, or possibly even evolution of a pseudo Udo. Let's hope not. And I don't think it is because we already have the pre-evolution of pseudo Udo and it doesn't even look like this. And plus pseudo Udo's, uh, arms, uh, it, the, the leafy parts of it, uh, are very round and these leaves look like leaves. Um, so let's just forget that I even said that. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty cool looking Pokemon again, Orado. Uh, was revealed uh, just now. Uh, well, not just now, but a couple weeks ago. Whatever. Uh, just now in the Pokedex radio. Okay, let's continue to watch the uh, the next half of this trailer. Oh, most of it. Pokemon Tats. Kutsude no battle. Pokemon Tats to no fleai. Kimi to Pokemon Tats ga egaku monogatari wa sozo o koeru mono ni naru. Nintendo 3DS. Pocket Monster X. Pocket Monster. All right, let's fade that down. Okay, so that is um, that is it for the trailer that ended at about actually fifty seconds, and there's a couple of little stuff that shows when the dates are, of the stuff that are coming out, the game that's coming out. Okay, uh, the next thing I noticed that was interesting. Obviously, it was really cool seeing the uh, the Charizard using Fire Blast against the Flygon in a Sky Battle. I mean, there's really nothing special there yet. So we're seeing a sky battle again. I think there's also another sky battle that they show in this trailer. But just because it's a Charizard, Charizard is one of my favorite Pokemon. It looked cool, so I let I just wanted to talk about that part. Uh, one thing that actually interested me, it's at around 41 seconds. And you can check out, again, uh, what I'm talking about here at pokedexradio.com slash 48 to watch the trailer and also to see uh, at the time... Uh, the timestamps of what I was talking about. I actually put them next to uh, the list of the things that I found interesting. At 41 seconds, it looks like there is an underwater battle. And let me go ahead and watch that again. Uh, let's, I just bring it really low for you guys to hear. Uh, at about 41 seconds. So let's go at 35 and just watch from there. Oh, I gotta hit play. Pokemon Yes, Pokemon and me. There you go. Alright. It was stop it, be quiet. Okay, yeah, um it was just very quick, like maybe a couple of frames really, of what seemed to be an underwater battle. Um 
it didn't seem to be a battle like on the water itself, you know, like if you're surfing or anything like that, this battle seemed to be quite literally underwater. I don't know if this is going to be a new aspect to the game, like back in the third, um, in the other uh, third generation where you could dive or, or what are they going to bring? Ooh, sorry about that. That was weird. Did you hear that lightning? It was weird. At least I heard it in my ears. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, if the power goes down, my mixer is going to shut off and everything's going to shut off. So I'm going to have to probably do this episode again at some other time. Let's hope this doesn't happen. It's already like 13 minutes into the show, uh, 12 and 45 already into the show. Let's try to see if we can finish it. But anyways, um, so yeah, it seemed like there was an underwater battle there going on. Maybe we can use dive again and it'll work, uh, in a, you know, as far as, you know, using it as an HM, but we'll see. Again, that was at 41 seconds. And at 46 seconds, Mewtwo uses this crazy-looking attack against Xerneas. Um, I don't know what it was, but you see um, Mewtwo f- uh, kind of using somewhat of, like, it comes out of, like, this weird sphere. And then all these, like, rays of light, you know, what look like um, just, like, spears of light, uh, fall into the ground around Xerneas. And then they kind of turn into, like, a, like a colorful, kind of rainbowy-looking thing interesting i don't know what that exactly was um but obviously i'm sure it's some sort of move that mewtwo can learn obviously um oh man that rain is loud yeah you guys can hear that i'm sure and plus i'm next to the window okay so that was pretty much it for that new trailer that actually came out on nintendo direct uh just a few uh just last week and you're listening to this on uh, possibly on august 8th is when this episode is being released i'm recording this august 1st so this trailer came out on August 31st or, uh, wait, does August have 31 days? I mean, uh, July. Yeah. July. It came out either August 30th or August 31st. I'm sorry, July 30th or July 31st. Um, not exactly sure which day, but it did come out at least for me just two or three days ago. Um, but, uh, that is it pretty much for that, uh, that topic. Now let's get on to the new collaboration game, uh, from game freak that, um, that was being uh, teased just a few weeks ago. And I saw this and I was just extremely interested in in seeing exactly uh, what that was because it seemed really interesting to me. It had a a silhouette of what looked like a horse on the game freak website. And uh, I thought it might've been maybe another type of uh, collaboration game between Pokemon and something, you know, I think it was Nobunaga's ambition. Uh, when they uh, combined to become, you know, Pokemon Conquest, I thought it might have been something like that. Uh, that would have been very interesting to see. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, Pokemon Conquest 2. Uh, I'm actually kind of hoping to see a sequel, even though I haven't really played the first game. Uh, maybe there might be a sequel because the game did seem very interesting. And no. Again, there's more lightning. Sorry about that. And no, that is not what happened at all. Um, I'm not sure if you're hearing that static that I am possibly I'm listening to myself and I hear static. If you're listening to this in a car or like on speaker or something, you probably won't hear it. But if you're listening with headphones, you would hear that lightning coming through. So I apologize for that. But then again, it's so unnoticeable. Anyways, let's just go on. So, but no, that's not what this game was. This was the weirdest combination of games. I don't want to say it's the weirdest combination of games I've ever seen. But it is one of the weirdest combination of games that I've ever actually read about. 
and actually done research on for a little bit for a few minutes before recording this combination of games this game is called uh soritiba or solitiba either r or an l i don't know i know in the japanese language sometimes they can interchange r's and l's um this game came out on july 31st 2013 on the nintendo eShop for uh japanese uh, uh nintendo 3ds's for those uh, those in japan this game is a combination between horse racing and solitaire now just think about that how those two games have anything in common i have no idea somehow they they made it have common traits and you're able to race your horse faster if you complete the solitaire game i don't know i don't know what to think about this game like i put in the post if you go and read again pokedexradio.com slash 48 i didn't even know what to put about it i didn't know how to comment on it all i put was i'm just going to chalk this up to another weird japanese video game now it's not like other type of weird japanese video games that hopefully you'll never have the opportunity or the unfortunate unfortunate very unfortunate opportunity to look at um or even just see on accident online or walk by it maybe in a a GameStop or a used video game store but this was just a weird little i mean the 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 horses are cute they're chubby they're running around and they look funny and they can run faster and they have like all the airwaves running running by them just like any other kind of japanese kind of thing um that you see and it looks kind of cool not cool but kind of cute um but at the same time it's like I, i don't know how solitaire and horse racing and there's like a random cat I don't know why the cat's there in the picture or whatever that thing is in the ground. It looks like a frog or something or it might be a fish. I don't don't even know what that is unless that's a a piece of horse something and it has eyes and a mouth and I, I don't know the confused looking horse over there with the guy not even holding onto the reins or why is there I don't know. Again, I don't know what's with the cat either. And then you can like hit the horse to go faster. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. Well, I kind of do want to understand what's going on here, but I don't get it. (laughs) So Game Freak, get it together. Stick with the Pokemon stuff. Stick with like the Nobunaga's ambition, Pokemon conquest thing. That was cool. Stick with that kind of thing. Maybe this is going to be good for Japanese players or for uh, those who, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't maybe it'll come out sometime for the u.s i don't see a like personally i don't see a market for that type of game but then again you never know for a very casual player and i believe it is um i forgot how the i think it's 500 points if that's what uh, that's what it's still called um for the nintendo 3ds eShop. it's uh i don't know if it's 500 yen or 500 nintendo points or whatever it's called um again on the nintendo uh e shop so that is pretty oh no actually we missed we completely went right over a topic okay um the there is an event for uh, the united states um europe as well as canada 
that will, will um, at least so far, just those three areas. Um, usually, Australia is one of the later ones to get it. Hopefully, Australia does get it soon. Uh, the Shiny Creation Trio events. So, again, these are Dialga, Palkia, and Giratina, if you don't know who the Shiny, uh, who, if you don't know who the Creation Trio is. Um, Dialga, Palkia, and Giratina, in their Shiny forms, will be released over the next two months um, before X and Y comes out for the United States, for Europe, and uh, for Canada. Okay, first of all, the one for the United States and uh, I think they're I think they're all on different dates. Let me go ahead and try to get this right. Uh, first of all, let me get this uh, get the first thing straight. This is available for black and white and black and white two, a uh, black two and white two versions. Okay, uh, in the United States, it will be exclusively to GameStop stores. Um, again, available for the four games: black, white, black two, white two. Um, Dialga will be available between August 19th and September 8th. Palkia will be available between September 9th and September 29th. And Giratina from September 30th until October 20th. In the UK, it will be exclusive to game stores. Um, Dialga will be available between August 30th and September 12th. Palkia will be available between September 13th and September 26th and Giratina September 27th until October 11th. Um, now, in Canada, if I could find that article. Oh, no, I lost the article. Give me one second to try to find the old article that I had. Um, I know in Canada it should be around those same dates, and I actually don't have the article here anymore. You know, what, I'm just going to pause the recording really fast and find the article. Give me one second. Okay, I found it. Um, I was less than a second, whatever. That was like two minutes for me in reality. But anyways, for Canada, the event, again, uh, for black and white and black two and white two. In Canada, the shiny Dialga will be available between August 30th until September 12th. Palkia will be between September 13th and September 26th. And Giratina... Uh, from September 27th until October 11th. Um, now there's also pre-orders available for uh, Europe and uh, Canada. Let's start with Canada since we're still here. Uh, at and and for in Canada, it will be available at EB Games or GameStop stores. Forgot to mention that. Um, uh, this is that's for the uh, for the event. Now. And EB Games and GameStop stores in Canada, if you pre-order black or white or both, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Pokemon X or Y or both, um, you'll actually receive an exclusive poster uh, while supplies last uh, for, uh, the pre- for pre-ordering um, Pokemon X and Pokemon Y uh, in Canada at EB Games or GameStop stores, which they're pretty much the same thing. And see if I can find... Wow, it is raining a lot outside. Um, so for, uh, for the United Kingdom, for the UK, uh, at, uh, game stores, uh, they'll be, if you pre-order Pokemon X and Pokemon Y, uh, they will actually, um, you'll actually also receive a, it's either one, Pokemon X or Y, uh, or you can do both. Uh, you'll receive a, a 3DS game card holder that's shaped like a Pokeball, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, something you can hold your games in, maybe like on top of your nightstand or whatever. 
and actually it's very small about this a little bit bigger than the size of the 3ds game cartridge obviously um and it'll hold a couple of games looks like in the picture here it holds three games it looks like it'll hold a maximum of possibly three games um for the nintendo 3ds game cartridges and that's if you pre-order pokemon x or pokemon y at game stores in the uk so that is pretty much it for all of the main topics today let's get on to the pokemon of the episode So the Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 523, Zebstrika. Zebstrika is one of my favorite Gen 5 Pokemon, honestly. It is the Thunderbolt Pokemon. It originally evolves from Bl- um, yeah, Blitzel. <laughs> I almost forgot what it was called. From Blitzel. Blitzel is the electrified Pokemon. Both of these Pokemon are electric type only. They're only one type. Um, Blitzel evolves at level 27, into Zebstrika. Blitzel can be found uh, at a 50-50 male-to-female ratio in uh, the black and white games on Route 3, or in black and white 2, you're going to actually have to breed your Zebstrika. Now, Zebstrika can be found in black and white on Route 7, or in black and white 2 on Route 3, Route 7, and in the Hidden Grotto on Route 3. Now, what's interesting about that is, first of all, the Pokemon can be found in a hidden grotto, meaning that it will be able to have its hidden ability um, when you breed it and things like that, and when you capture it, obviously. So, let's get into its abilities. Its abilities are, and both Pokemon have the exact same abilities, its first ability is Lightning Rod. Electric-type moves are drawn to this Pokemon. Electric-type moves will do no damage and the Pokemon's special attack is raised one stage. This is awesome because, first of all, if you're doing a double battle or a triple battle or whatever other types of battles there might be sometime in the future, um, Zebstrika will absorb that Electro-type attack even if your opponent is trying to attack your, you know, in a double battle, your Water-type Pokemon instead of your Zebstrika. Zebstrika will be hit instead, and it will raise your Zebstrika's special attack stat, which is nice. And it won't get hurt by that electric type attack. Uh, Or its second ability is Motor Drive. I believe this is the ability that I have on my Zebstrika in my game. And if I remember correctly, I think my Zebstrika is shiny. I think it is. Because when I saw the black and white Zebstrika just now, it looked weird to me. And the shiny one looked more normal for some reason. So I have a feeling I have the shiny one in my game. Anyways, in my uh, black game. Um... There's still more lightning. My goodness. Um, so the ability again is motor drive. The Pokemon takes no damage from electro type attacks and its speed is raised by one level. It's a little bit different than lightning rod, but a little bit the same as well. It has its ups and downs. Okay. First of all, motor drive. Um, it doesn't, if it, if it, your enemy Pokemon directly attacks you with an electro type attack, you receive no damage. It's not like lightning rod where you were literally become a light, uh, literally is a, like a lightning rod. It attracts the electricity uh, from your opponent's electric type attack. It does not do that in motor drive, but it does negate the attack if you are directly attacked by it. And your speed stat is raised by one level, which is great because, <clears throat> excuse me, because Zebstrika is extremely fast anyways, and we'll get to its, <clears throat> to its stats in a minute. 
Uh, Zipstrika's hidden ability is Sap Sipper, um, which is a little bit different than his first two abilities, but also kind of the same again. Sap Sipper, its attack is raised by one stage when the Pokemon is hit by a Grass-type move. You know, the user receives no damage from Grass-type attacks. Now, this is actually pretty decent. I actually like the Sap Sipper attack, but my favorite, I think, is personally the Motor Drive. Um, Sap Sipper, your opponent attacks you with a Grass-type move, no damage. And your attack gets and your um, yeah your attack gets raised, and Zeb Striker's attack I believe if we're gonna get down to this is its highest attack stat. Yes, it is. Uh, its attacks is higher than its special attacks. What I mean. Uh, HP is base stats are HP seventy five, attack one hundred, defense sixty three, special attack eighty, special defense sixty three again, and speed of one hundred and sixteen. It is a fast Pokemon and a hard attacker. Honestly, the uh, where is it? The Sap Sipper special ability might be one of the uh, one of the better two. I mean, these are all great abilities, you know, for a sweeper type Pokemon, especially something that is already fast and already has a high attack. Special attack isn't exactly the highest, but with Lightning Rod, it still makes it just that much higher uh, than what it already is. So Zepstrika, again, is one of my favorite Pokemon from the fifth generation games, and I, I really feel that mine is a shiny. I'll have to go ahead and confirm that to myself, because uh, we'll see. Um, again, Pokemon of the episode today is number two, uh, well, number 523, Zepstrika. So that is just about it for today's episode of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Uh, let's see what we can talk about before we end this show. It's about half an hour now. Well, um, I, well, lightning, <laughs> I mentioned in the last two episodes, I'm sitting right next to a huge window in the front of my house. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Anyways, I'm sitting in front of a giant window and I just see like the lightning bolts just going by. Um, Anyway, so I mentioned in the last two episodes that I'm actually trying to start up a podcast network. And in doing so, I would like to, and I mentioned before as well, um, see if I can start a couple of podcasts that um, cater towards uh, the age groups between 16 and 30. Um, and why why is it so broad? Mostly because I want to try to get to a younger demographic, uh, obviously not towards younger children like 13, 14, or even younger than that. Because obviously, um, I don't know if there is anybody who who is of that age who even listens to this particular podcast. Um, but I do see, at least from the reviews and from the comments that I've gotten on Facebook and the emails that I've received, that a lot of the people who actually listen to this podcast are between those ages. So I'm taking that information and saying, hey, let's start up a network of podcasts, not Pokemon podcast, not video game podcasts, but general information podcast, whatever it may be, whatever uh, the the niche is for that podcast, this particular po- uh, uh, niche or niche, however you want to pronounce it, I say niche, um, a lot of people I hear saying niche as well, uh, it would be more catered towards um, uh, that age demographic, I mean, th- I mean, where was I saying, the, the niche for this podcast is mainly Pokemon video games and Pokemon related news. And that is the main thing. Occasionally we stray a little bit off topic. We talk about other things like the thing with game freak. 
yeah, it's Pokemon related in a way. I mean, Game Freak are the developers for the Pokemon game, but it's not exactly Pokemon. And occasionally I'll talk about another type of game as well, or I'll talk about something like this, where we get a little bit off topic, but we've already gone through the episode. We already talked about what we wanted to talk about, and uh, we're having a different conversation now together. Um, What I'm thinking of is if you have a podcast of your own, or if you're thinking about starting up a podcast, contact me. And if you're thinking of obviously going to that sort of age demographic between 16 and 30, you know, I would love to do this in a very professional way to maybe see if we can start collaborating together and become a podcast network together. Cause I'm actually going to be starting up a new podcast myself. And I mentioned it in the last two episodes, but I don't want to give too much away about it because it's still in the planning phases. Uh, so again, a pod, uh, if you'd like to contact me about starting up a podcast network, please email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. And in the subject line, put in podcast network as your subject. Um, so then I can go ahead and email you back and we can, th- we can talk about it together. Um, and the reason I want to start up a podcast network is because I obviously have been doing this podcast for four years now. I really enjoy doing this and I want to start up another podcast. And like I said, that's already in the plans right now. I mean, I've gotten the equipment to do so. I have, you know, a couple, I have a new program on my computer that I can go ahead and, you know, insert music and stuff like that. Like, let's say for example, um, here's just a song that I thought of downloading. Maybe I can use it on my, on the new podcast. I don't like it too much, but here, just so you can take a listen to it. Just kind of like an intro type of thing, you know, like welcome to the new podcast or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if I'm actually going to use that, but it's kind of like a dubstepy kind of electronic sound to it. Anyways, I, I liked it. Uh, we'll see how that uh, how that turns out. Um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that particular song in general, but we'll see. We'll see what I find in the future as far as music for the new podcast. Um. And I will actually have a co-host on that show on that show as well, which is going to be a lot better uh, as far as listening goes instead of just listening to me, you know, uh, by myself. But again, if you're thinking up of starting a new podcast and if you need help doing so, and if you want to become part of my podcasting network and then we can collaborate with each other or even, you know, advertise for each other, whatever it may be. Um, obviously, you know, there'll be some sort of standard, you know, it needs to be kind of a cleaner podcast, not, you know, you know, cursing here and there. I mean, outside of this podcast, you know, I'm an adult. I, I, if I want to say something, I'll say it. Uh, but in the podcast, I try to keep it clean. You know, I try to, you know, you know, watch what I'm saying, obviously, because I know younger kids listen to this show as well. Um, so that's what, uh, that's what I'm actually trying to look for, uh, when it comes to, to this show. And, I want the same thing for whatever other show that I decide to either help produce or uh, produce and host myself. So, I don't know. If, you'd, if you're thinking of starting up a podcast of your own, and if you're thinking that you might need a little bit of help, contact me. And again, put podcast network in the subject line of the email. Again, email me to feedback at pokedexradio.com. Or if you just have any sort of suggestions for this particular podcast, for the Pokedex Radio podcast, suggestions, comments, um, 
you know, suggestions for topics for Pokemon of the episode for anything that you would like to hear, email me again at feedback at pokedexradio.com. But that is it for today's episode, guys. Um, can't think of really much else to talk about, but yeah, let's go ahead and just start ending it now. I started playing the music anyways. All right, guys, we'll see you. I'll see you next week. Yeah, next week. There's not much else to talk about. Email me if you have any sort of ideas and Twitter and all that stuff. Pokedexradio.com slash 48. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013 Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And any audio that you heard today that was from Pokemon or any of the Pokemon videos, I do not own. That is owned by Nintendo. Uh, I decided to use that for educational purposes only and informational purposes.